Hello, Spencer. How's it going? What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Man, I can't complain. <laughs> Dude, we just got done blasting Blind Dog, and as I was saying, man, that shit, every time I listen to that, it gives me fucking chills, man. What the fuck? Man, it's good to hear. That is, that, <laughs> man, man, y'all, y'all are fucking killing it, man. That's some good shit, dude. Man, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, we're trying our best. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. From Muscle Shoals, too, man. Fuck yeah. Yes, sir. Got to represent. <laughs> well, you know. Trying to bring some life back into it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm in Jackson, Tennessee, man. So you guys are literally like a fucking stone's throw away from us, man. <clears throat> yeah, right down the road. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm always. I'm always happy to to support my fucking uh uh the other southern fucking metalheads around here, man. Cause I love know, Tennessee so much. Hell yeah, man! Thank you. I mean, I'm not even from here. Actually, I, I'm from. I was born in California, but I've lived all over the fucking place, man. Arizona mostly, but I've been actually no. I think I've lived here in Tennessee now at this point longer than anywhere else. But it's 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 become my home, man. Yeah, I love it. I love the music there too. So, so tell us, man. Give us a brief history about your background and stuff. Like, tell us, like, how did how did uh, Cold Clay Mountain come come to be, man? Okay, so long story. Uh, so, me and uh, Kalen, the the main songwriter, other than me, we've been touring the country with a band called Kill for a few years, and uh, during COVID, we had some downtime and. Um, came up with this idea that we wanted to write some rock music or something different. Uh, you know, everybody gets to a point in their life when they play the same thing where they want to do something new uh, a little bit. And so we moved in together, sat down, and we probably wrote three different albums. And uh, we had just heard everything we wrote, we had heard it before, and we just weren't satisfied with it. And when we finally wrote Blind Dog, we were like, this is what we've been looking for. Uh, you know, we wrote the EP found some members teamed up with dark match records out of atlanta shout out jeff uh awesome to work with man we got some awesome members we have seven members so it's a big group of people wow and here we are here we are including one of them's my wife so shout out yeah my wife <laughs> yeah i i noticed that in some of your pictures you had a whole bunch of people but then in the video there was only just a few of you so i was wondering about that yeah so we kind of grew as as we were writing this, it started with me and uh, Kalen, the other writer, and uh, it just grew into this big entity. Uh, well, you know, once you find a gr group of people that you really like mm -hmm. uh, being around, or that you that you you fuck with chemistry wise, you know, you, you keep them around. So <laughs> a lot of our members are at uh, my other band, Rail Splitter and Kill. Uh, so shout out Rail Splitter and Kill, but they uh, you know that we all share members and stuff. So got a good group of people working with us hell yeah hell yeah so how did you guys come up with the name cold clay mountain man i couldn't even tell you uh we were just <laughs> we, were, we were just shooting stuff back and forth me and kaylin and uh i think it i think we just kind of it was one of those moments you know like cliche moments where we both looked at each other and we're like that's it no shit uh, represented every represented everything we wanted hell yeah man hell yeah well, I, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, uh, there's there seems to be there's there's quite a bit of hype about this fucking record too. Like, I didn't even know you about you guys till 
I don't know, about a month ago, I, I think it was, uh, one of your videos was on, on Facebook, and it was just in my feed, and I was like, man, what the hell is this, man? Because I know a bunch of people down in Muscle Shoals, uh, one of the one of the uh, uh, videographers that, that fucking worked at our festival last year, she's from down there, um, <clears throat> Holly. Lily Holly. Yeah, 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 Lily Holly. Yeah, yeah, shout out Lily Holly. You know her. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's great. She's great. Hell, All the Hollies are great. Hell, yeah. I, I, I was wondering, like, I was thinking Facebook's probably targeting me because we're friends. And, <laughs> you know, just just how that works, you know. So they, they were putting that in my feed, and I watched it, and I was like, damn, this is really good, man. This is really damn yeah. good. Yeah, her dad actually plays with uh, Little Richard, so that's it's awesome, man. She got a lot. Yeah, you know, music's in her blood. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I, I yeah, I talked to her for a long time at the festival last year about that, as a matter of fact, and I was just like, holy shit, I was blown away. I was like, god damn, man, there's all kinds of fucking shit, man. But yeah, it's a small world, right? Yes, it is, man. especially Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well. We got to stick together down here, man, because, I mean, you know, there, it definitely seems like there's a, a booming, uh, there's a growing scene down here, man. There's something brewing in the, in the, in the water or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of wild because, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I've been in the metal scene for a while and I'm now, I guess you'd call this metal rock and it's been beautiful to see over the last couple of years, you know, our area almost doesn't want to support it. But there's so many kids coming out of shows and so many people that are passionate about it that it doesn't matter if we have shows in a shed or a venue. We're packing those things out and just having great turnouts and, and new faces every time. It's just something beautiful, man. It's it's almost like the it's unstoppable. Ah, uh, man. You know what? I bet you are, dude. And I can only imagine. I can only picture it in my mind because when I'm listening to it, that's what I get from it. I feel like when I'm listening to it, I can picture in my mind. A bunch of us people just somewhere watching it live, singing along to every fucking word because it's so catchy. It's so easy to to sing along to it. You can't help it. You know, like every time I listen to it myself, I'm always singing pieces of it, you know, just because you can't help it, man. You just and you appreciate know, it, man. Yeah, man. I mean, that's you know, that's that's something really hard to uh, to accomplish as a songwriter, as a band, you know, like to, you know, because. There's so many people out there that are making great music and so many people can play and that's all good, you know, and everything. But to make something that's actually, I don't know, I don't know how to, how to, how to word it, but like, this is, this is radio friendly music, but at the same time, it's still pretty damn heavy and it's got some pretty dark sides to it too. Yeah. So we really, really, really wanted to press boundaries with this music and, uh, you know, it's nothing like, I don't want to act like we, create, we created something super unique, but we did work very hard to try to create something that we would want to listen to and that we had not heard before. So by blending these Delta, Delta Blues, Hill Country Blues roots with like, you know, bands we grew up on like Nickelback and all that good stuff. It, we just, I mean, we, we, we found this sound and we were like, I would listen to that because it has the energy of heavy music that we love but it's also like 
uh, can be played on the radio and stuff. So it's it's been a, it's been a blessing so far, man. I'm excited that everybody's loved it, and it's crazy to see how many metal fans like us. I really didn't ex- expect to uh, get ex- accepted as much as we did by them. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, dude, dude. Like, I mean, you know, I listen to all kinds of different stuff, man. Everything from black Same. metal to death metal to fucking you name it. But I also like old stuff too, like Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and shit like that. But this, this, what you guys are doing kind of reminds me a little bit of, of corrosion and conformity mixed with mm-hmm. some other stuff, you know, it's just, but, but it's got like, like you Great said, man. it's got the Delta blues vibes in it, man. And, uh, I mean, it sounds like it's from the river, man. That's what it sounds like. No, hey man, it is from the river. We try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, we, uh, we got everything from the, uh, the cigar box guitars that I build myself. And, uh, I think that adds a, different element to our music too uh and it was kind of crazy we were kind of nervous about doing that because you know i've never seen cigar box guitars used in like metal or rock heavy rock so yeah uh you know i grew up on uh shout out richard johnson uh i grew up on hill country uh blues out of mississippi and uh that's the first time i ever on stage was with was with him and uh so it was really cool to see both of my passions, like the the blues and the metal, kind of come to life, man, in a unique way, and it's been it's been a blessing. Yeah, that cigar box fucking bass you're playing is fucking badass, man. You made that shit yourself. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, I make them. I make them all. Yeah, dude, that's insane, man. Love it. That shit. It sounds good too. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. I do all the the slide parts. We have we have actually four guitarists. <laughs> we got Leonard Skinner. Bass. No uh, yeah, yeah, we got four guitars, but I uh, I do like the slide parts on the cigar box guitar, just to add it a little different. Yeah, the the man uh, taste. Those slide those slide parts really they do that. That sounds good, man. Sounds good, man. So so tell us uh, tell us about your influences and stuff. Like growing up, what kind of music, what kind of bands got you into playing playing rock and metal? Oh my gosh, where do I start? I mean, I. I want to say like uh, there was a local scene, uh, Floodgates, uh, band called Floodgates, and Shoemaker Runs. Uh, back in the day, I mean, like local, the local scene, and I, I remember just coming. I had I, I was wet behind the ears and didn't know shit about metal. I uh, went to a show and I instantly f- I fell in love. Man, I, it was just a place where uh, I was accepted for once, and so I just kind of got addicted to it. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And I, I I don't remember anything else from you. <laughs> I'm just passionate about it. I mean, lit a fire on me. Uh, you know, I've always listened to. I've listened to everything from Jackson Five to uh, you know bluegrass and metal and and rap. So <clears throat> I, I'm never consistently listening to the same style of music. Uh, so I couldn't really put you know any certain bands down. But I mean, like influences, you know, have to be uh, Richard Johnson, R.L. Burnside. Nickelback, as far as it is, you know, whether you love them or hate them, man, we grew up on them. Um, you know, all that good stuff. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, you, you mentioned Jackson 5, dude. And I got to tell you, man, I'm old, dude. I was born in 78, man. I remember Michael Jackson. That was like one of my first fucking uh, musical fucking heroes, you know, like when I was a little kid, man. Like, mm-hmm, same. The, uh, beat it and fuck. That was the first time I heard Eddie Van Halen, as a matter of fact, man. And then, uh, Thriller, all that shit, man. Fuck yeah, dude. It's crazy, man, because still, there's nothing that gets me more hype than uh, Jackson 5 or ACDC to this day, back in Black Album. I don't care how heavy it is. 
it makes me want to fucking mosh. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. ACDC is fucking. Oh man, ACDC is one of our favorites. I mean, uh, for me especially, like, I mean, anytime, anytime I'm partying with my friends, ACDC is always going to end up on the fucking uh, on the on the stereo. Oh yeah, you got to drink with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson is probably one of the reasons why I'm a vocalist. So. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! So, uh, so tell us, like, what what kind of stuff you guys have planned for the future, man? What's what's next for you guys? We're actually currently in the studio, not right now, but uh, in, over the course of the next couple of months, we'll be finishing out our our full length. Uh, we are going to be try to be doing some tours by the end of this year. We're kind of wait, waiting everything out to uh, make sure we got our ducks in a row because you know, like I said, we've toured in the past and stuff, and we've made a lot of uh bad decisions so we're trying to do everything right this time uh make sure we've got all of our equipment and all that stuff and give these people like the best show we can give them so uh we'll be definitely trying to hit the road by the end of the year and excited about that hell yeah man have you guys submitted for uh for the tennessee metal devastation music fest yet uh not yet but i know what i'm doing after this man you definitely should man fucking hell yeah dude been, been watching videos about that it looks awesome man yeah man hell yeah yeah good it's i mean it's good family time man fucking uh i can't tell you last year the kids that came out it was just insane you know and uh that's one of the main things that we tried to do you know is keep it keep it family friendly somewhat to it's to a certain degree so that parents because i got kids too you know and i know there's a lot of metalheads out there that got kids and we try to make it uh to where they can bring their kids too and have a good time Absolutely. you know because man there's so many shows that that i miss out on because it's in bars you know and mm -hmm. you can't bring your little kids to that shit man because they won't you know they won't yeah a lot of <clears throat> we, we we started booking shows in the shed shout out bobby ashman our guitarist he owns the venue in tuscany alabama called the shed and uh, we started you know it actually, it's a it's a literal shed. We started having shows out of, and it's, it's been so cool to see that scene grow. You know, packing two hundred fifty people out in a a shed. You know, and it and the reason we don't really go to, towards venues is because man, these these kids need somewhere to uh, to go and check out the music and have a good environment to go see bands. You know, we drink and stuff, but it's like a uh, it's it's almost like a general consensus that uh, consensus that uh, you know you you lead these kids in the right direction man and it is and so we try to have all eight shows whenever we can just because with all my bands because i remember how much that shit meant to me as a kid and how much it saved my life so i'm, I'm always on that yeah man I, I love seeing the pictures and stuff uh whenever we look back on on some of that stuff and seeing all the kids out there and just having a good time and uh putting face paint on and stuff you know just getting into it yeah it's like hell man this is you know that's that's the next generation too right there you know exactly exactly man that, i was that kid once yeah yeah we all were man i mean you know exactly hell yeah man so uh so uh for, for you guys for the cp that you just released today which is available everywhere man um these songs well can you tell us about some of the themes behind the songs like the lyrics and stuff? what are you guys talking about uh so yeah they're actually i would say i will talk about a, a singer like me 
it all kind of like a general theme, and it's uh, about looking for salvation in a place where you feel alone, and uh, you feel like the only things that are saving you are your vices, whether that be drugs, alcohol, anything like that. Uh, so a lot of it's a lot of it's like about that. But uh, my angel on my shoulder is kind of like a, a story about a a guy that's you know made some bad choices, tries to go to priest and and. Uh, Tell him his sins, and then the uh, the priest is going to call the cops. So he murders the co- <laughs> murders the uh, preacher. So we have a, some dark things, you know. That's I was that's what I was saying. Me and Kaylin, we really try to press those boundaries and stuff that you know we want people to lock us, but you know at the same time we want to create some unique ass art that's dark and stuff that we would listen to. So uh, definitely lyrical content, a lot of devil, a lot of a lot of alcohol, a lot of sin. <laughs> a lot of that goes. It's blues, man. You can't have. You yeah. can't have. Yeah, man. That's that's what drew me in. Ultimately, man. When I when I was watching Blind Dog and I looked at the lyrics, I was like, "Holy shit, man! That that shit is touching my fucking soul right there, man." Yeah, man. We tried with, with our lyrics. We really tried to uh, not necessarily put a ring on it, but harness the emotion we were going through. And man, to be honest with you, when we wrote that album. We were, me and uh, Kaylin were both going through a lot of stuff and uh, battling a lot of things. And we actually recorded it in like a little two-bedroom apartment and had to go to a Foodland parking lot next door and record all the stuff in the car because we couldn't sing or anything in our apartment. So we we had to, we would be up until like 5 a.m. just in Foodland parking lot, you know, and trying not to get kicked out of the parking lot and recording in our car every night. That is bad fucking ass, man. That is badass. I definitely, yeah. You know what? I, I totally identify with that right there. What you're saying too about je- uh, recording it in your car. I've done that a long time ago with one of my solo projects that I did years ago, man. I was living at a place where I couldn't record there because you know can't be loud. So that's what I did. I had one of them uh, uh, things that you plug into the fucking cigarette lighter. It turns it into a into a um, converts your power. Converter. Yeah. yeah. And I, pu- I took a, one of them uh, mixing little eight track mixers and went out to a cemetery one night and just parked out there in the middle of the night. Just sat out there and just started recording shit, screaming my ass off. But I mean. You got to do what you got to do sometimes, you know? Exactly, man. And to be honest with you, I don't think, you know, I, I, I guess my only hope is that we can come up with something as unique and passionate as we, I feel like sometimes when you're put in uncomfortable positions, great things happen. And, uh, you know, if, if I'm too comfortable, I feel like I wouldn't be able to write as good a music almost, you know, when, when, when it's too easy. I think that's part of the, you know, the journey of music and, and what makes me so passionate about it is overcoming those obstacles in life and harnessing that pain and emotion and putting it into music. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't change it if I could. Well, I can, I can definitely tell that you're passionate about what you're saying and what you're playing on these songs, man, because it definitely comes through. And Appreciate it, that, man. It, it sounds real, man. You know, it sounds like somebody just spilling their fucking heart out, and that's that's cool, man. That's what it is, man. <laughs> well, I got to ask you, you know, for all the gearheads out there that are wondering, man, what kind of stuff are you guys using in uh, in the studio to get these sounds, man? Okay, so shout out Kevin Media, Kevin Langley, man. He is a god. You know, uh, we have a, like I said, it was just me and Kayla when we first started and we uh, recorded this EP. 
we had a very very low budget obviously we're in a little apartment in <laughs> food land and stuff but uh we actually took it to the studio uh you know we actually it's gonna the gearheads are gonna be pissed but <laughs> but we uh we used the cigar box guitars and we also used a uh an LTD with an Evertune, and, it, and it, it was it was it was really awesome to be able to just keep it clean. And I think that's part of the reason we got that uh, that that driving sound. Yeah. Uh, we were able to really hammer on it, you know. So, uh, and we we use a primary almost uh, a death metal tone, almost you know on the on the tones, but uh, it's it's all DI, uh, and we run uh, the cigar box guitars and the LTD. But uh, as far as live, it's a whole different story. Well, it sounds amazing. I mean, there, there ain't nothing. There ain't nothing to be shamed or, or, you know, anything like that, man. Fucking, uh, and it, from what I've seen and heard about those Evertunes, they're they're pretty badass, man. Oh yeah, man. We, it's actually uh, uh, Kevin Langley's, and man, we fell in love with it. We actually, all of our guitars use different guitars. Uh, we all run for the gearheads. We all run Headrush PRMs and Pickhog cables and. Mesa Boogie four by twelves. We got a lot of calves, man. A lot of a lot of people on our stage. We're like the redneck slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, if, if it's not my wife hit me with the headstock of the bass guitar, it's going to be you know our lead guitarist with the arrow, the LTD SP arrow. It's pointy as hell. So you so you like to feel that air moving on the stage is what you're saying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man, it makes me it makes me feel alive. <laughs> it does, man. It, you know what? There ain't nothing like it. I mean, I, I'll play through plugins all the time and play through. Uh, I got modelers and stuff like that and all kinds of digital effects and shit like that. But I mean, mm -hmm. the amp, the amp itself, man. When you got a when you got a stack of speakers blurring at you. You know, full blast or even half oh, blast, yeah. man. I mean, it's enough when when you feel it rattling your bones. Like you said, if you don't see the U-Hauls the next day, you ain't yeah. doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man! That's what I'm talking about. That's what you got to do. Well, fuck yeah, man. Well, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, let me ask what's one of the looking back on your career so far what's one of the craziest things that you can think of that you've seen at a live show or something like that that sticks out in your mind what's one of your craziest memories craziest memories oh my god a lot of them i don't think are uh are, are uh illegal to talk about <laughs> i've been i toured with a uh a, a really heavy metal band for about five years i remember this one guy I mean, he was he was he was calling a guy to uh, steal our stuff outside the van, and uh, I just remember it, it was the most it was the weirdest thing we've ever dealt with because this guy was literally on the phone, you know, talking to someone about how he was going to steal our stuff when we were standing right in front of him. He didn't realize we were the band, uh, so we kind of let it happen. This ended up becoming a big, big altercation. Other than that, I think, I think, uh, other than that story, I would probably have to say, uh, in Kill, our bassist, Gator Gus, who is now with Body Box. You ever heard of that band? They're on tour right now. They're sick. Uh, they're on tour with Go Ahead and Die. He actually, uh, passed out in an X formation in the middle of the hotel lobby 
and we had to carry him on a uh, one of those hotel luggage carts. <laughs> then we had to pick him up and put him on a luggage cart and carry him all the way to the hotel room. Holy shit. Well, wait yep. a second. Wait a second. Tell us about this altercation, man. What happened, man? These guys are trying to steal oh, man. shit. Oh, yeah. He's trying to steal our shit. We handled it. <laughs> How'd you bust him, man? What'd you do? Oh man, oh, man. we just got—we actually—I uh, I shit you not—we got into—we we got into an altercation. He ended up getting physical, and then I swear to God, his mom—someone called his mom. I remember somebody calling his mom to come get him. <laughs> so I don't know what that was about. But his man was like forty. <laughs> so that's like some roadhouse shit, man. Yeah, man, it was a movie for sure. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I don't think I know the words to explain how weird that situation was, but it was all emotions in one. It's one of the moments where you wish somebody had a smartphone out fucking videotaping. Yep. <laughs> It'd be all over TikTok, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably best that it's not. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, at least at least it didn't ha- at least they didn't steal your shit though. I mean, fuck. No, no, no. Yeah. That shit's expensive, it- man. Fuck, man. Oh yeah. Like I mean, hell. I'm so I, I grew up so broke. I, if somebody stole my shit, I probably just quit. <laughs> I know it, man. Uh, yeah, us in the south, we got to work. I mean, that's ten shit, times harder to get to get any guitar or anything. Yeah, I mean, some of that shit is not cheap, man. Fucking no, nah, man. You know, every everything, uh, pedals, fucking cables, fucking you name it, man. It's all it's all in there. Yeah, I'd say that's one of the hardest things coming. From an area from where we're from, you know, just you know, there's not. I mean, unless you slave away, there's really no, there's no really good jobs, man. So a lot of a lot of you know to do even go out on the road is is a really hard thing, you know, starting out for any band. So that's why it's so cool to see the local scene thriving the way it is right now, giving these these kids and new bands a home to you know get a head start, man, because it's 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 hard out there. It is hard. I mean, I know, you know, for a lot of bands, man, I mean, you know, and, and it don't stop, you know, like every every which way you go, man. You got record labels wanting to take this amount of money. You got man- management companies trying to hit you up. Booking agents want to take their cut. Fucking venues want to take all the damn merch cut. They don't want you to have Oh, it. yeah. yeah. Like, fuck, fuck a merch man. cut. Come on, man. What the fuck? Yeah, no. We, we, uh, <laughs> we've had many people try to get merch cuts from us, and it don't happen. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many bands we've talked to that uh like uh, sometimes they'll want to play the festival but then we'll, we'll talk to the to the booking agent and they're wanting like 15 fucking 20 grand or some shit you know and the band don't even know nothing about that man they're like no nope, we nope. don't get we don't get yeah. paid that you know like fuck it's like you know we we'd be happy with a couple hundred bucks you know i'm like what the exactly. fuck it's weird man Damn it. it's 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 a it's a hard it's a hard hard world to you know be in because you know especially with the metal and rock crowd you know it's even harder to 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 make money to survive off of this so uh, even uh, doing the bare minimal is 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 really hard uh, so I have respect for anybody that's you know trying to do it man it takes a lot of guts a lot of passion and you have to uh, lay everything out on the line to even try. Well, I'm telling you what, man. As soon as these songs hit the radio, y'all are gonna fucking blow up, man. I already know it, dude. It's. it's I appreciate it, man. It's gotta happen, man. There ain't there ain't no way it can't, man. I appreciate it, man. I'd just be happy to be playing on people and them enjoying it, man. 
That's what we're here for. Hell yeah. Well, I'm about out of questions for you, brother. Is there anything else you want to let the people know? No, I just want to say how much we appreciate, you know, the, the love from your show and from all of our fans, that are, our new fans, you know, that we've just been bonding with over this release, man. We're excited for a new full length that's coming out, you know, no date yet, but we're working on it right now. Just know we got more where that's coming from. Hell yeah. Well, we will look forward to hearing more more from you guys for sure, man. Uh, before I let you go, can I get you to make us a station tag real quick? Absolutely. Let's see here. I got to clear my throat. <laughs> this is Spencer from Cold Clay Mountain, and you're listening to Metal and Devastation. Fuck yeah, man! Hell yeah, dude! I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to prompt you for that shit, man. You, <laughs> you already know. Man. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, man. I really appreciate it, dude. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna blast some more cold clay mountains so these motherfuckers can go crazy. All right. Let's go. All right, man. Let's do it. We'll talk to you later, brother. See ya. Cheers. There you have it, folks. Cold Clay Mountain live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation motherfucking radio, man. Like I said earlier, put your speakers in your fucking windows. Put them in your front lawns. Put them in your neighbor's driveway. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. Make everybody around you say what the fuck is going on and crank this fucking shit up loud as a fuck. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.